Tom on and Slam. Welcome to this issue of Keeping Up With The Nerds. Yes, sir, we're going to be talking about Space Jam 2 and our thoughts about it. We are one nerd short, but that doesn't mean that this issue is not going to be action-packed. Guys, let's roll the intro and start the issue! Welcome to the Fortress of Geekitude. We're not filming or recording at the uh, Hall of Nerdum, unfortunately, because we are one nerd short today. He had the keys. Okay, this is getting hot. This is a good. This is a good bit, but. If I can take this order. This is my favorite. <laughs> my name is Commander Shepard. Well, this is my favorite spot in the Citadel. Time to save the universe. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is really sick. This is really sick. This if is, people watch this, us. Is this worth $140? Oh, yeah, I think so. It didn't come with the game. That's the only unfortunate thing. <laughs> All right, guys, would you buy this for $140? <laughs> Look, it has lights. It has lights. So does this one. You know that, right? Look, it has lights. It has lights. That has lights, too. To take the mask off? The breather. Is this? Yeah. The things Brian wastes his money on. The things I collect is better. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better way of putting it. Yeah, whatever helps you sleep. <laughs> um, if you guys do not know, uh, we are showing visuals on our YouTube channel. So if you guys are audio platform listeners, you know, you can find our issues on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and uh, I forget what else. Uh, all the audio platforms. We do have our podcasts also uploaded on our YouTube website or on our YouTube. Keep one of Oh my God, I can't speak today, man. No. Well, I mean, it's freaking hot. We're recording here. There's no AC to help with the audio. But if you guys are interested in looking at our visual uh, podcast, we do have it on our YouTube channel, Keeping Up With The Nerds, and our website, KeepingUpWithTheNerds.com, where you guys can see all our up-to-date information on videos, podcast releases, everything that you guys want to know on that website. Follow us on our socials, Keeping Up With The Nerds, on Instagram and Twitter. Renee does an excellent job of uploading everything on there and letting you guys know when things go live. With that said, are we ready to kick off this issue? I mean, I think so. Yeah. But I do have to say... Did you shower just before I got here? Because you smelled delightful. Do I really? Yeah, you no, smelled I delightful. No, I didn't. I, mean, I showered. Being, being this, I mean, usually when we're in the studio, we're not sitting this close other, to one another. On each other's <laughs> <f-ing lots. laughs> no cussing. Just because Renee's not here doesn't mean you can't cuss. Dude, that means that's exactly what. No, it doesn't. Because that means I have to in, edit it. We're not. In the, we're not. In the, we're in the nerd. We're in the temple of nerditude, or whatever the. Fortress of Geekitude. Yeah, that thing. A fortress yeah, of Geekitude. It needs a sign somewhere. We can't. I, I don't know. But there's a lot of stuff already a, in here. There's, there's so much stuff in here. Oh I, my god, and it's freaking hot in here. So, so. I, this is this is actually I've known Brian for years now, and the funny thing is that this is the first time I've ever been welcomed into his home. Have you really? So yes. 
Well, this is the first time. I've okay, when we first met, I was still living with my mom. This was like years and years ago. This is almost. I think we've almost known each other, probably eight years. This happened. Eight years. Twenty. In I case got you my. Hear a bell, and it sounds like somebody's just dist- like eating something. Come here. That's his dog. Come here. Hey. Ah. Uh, he's adorable. Come here. Uh, and he loves donuts. Can I pick you up? But, uh, yeah, so I've known Brian for about eight years. This is the first time I've ever been welcomed into his house. Um, and I feel like the only reason is because Renee's not here and we had no other choice. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you forced my hand. <laughs> Thank you, Renee, for forcing his hand. <laughs> um, just to get started on our issue, we do have uh, a pretty good, decently sized topic to talk about. Yes, you were already on camera, buddy. Do you want to come back up here? You want to sit on our laps? That's you fine. can come back up here. No one's stopping you, dude. Sit on the lap. Let's yeah. do this. Come here. No? Okay, fine. Whatever. Um, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, we said our, we're, we're nerd short. So it's just the two of us here. You did right. force my hand for you to come over to the Fortress of Geekitude now. Oh, this is delightful. It's good, right? We're this drinking Mountain Dews. This is delightful. <laughs> what the heck? Baja Flash? I got Baja Punch. Dude, this is, this is bomb. This is really good. There's more, so if you finish it, that one, you can get another one. It tastes like a pina colada mixed with Mountain Dew. That's why it's pineapple coconut, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, Did you it, forget what pina coladas taste like? No, but I, I mean, sometimes like the coconut's like overpowering and like everything like that, and like I didn't really know what I was gonna expect. I honestly thought I was gonna get like some like really disgusting soda right now, and I was gonna <laughs> just be forced to drink it on camera. You know what I just? <laughs> you know what I just realized? This is gonna be the most chaotic issue. Issue 57 is going to be, like, the issue where we have a topic to talk about, and we're going to spend, like, 20 minutes not discussing it because we're going to be randomly discussing, like, weird stuff. Mountain Dews, helmets, you know, messing up our lines. Because the, the, the only person bootleg keep, crypto Joey. The only, the only person that keeps us on topic is Renee. is Renee. That's why he's in the computer. That's why he's yeah. the main man that's in the why, computer. That's why, he's the man on, he's, that's why he's the man in the chair. Renee, come back! <laughs> <laughs> what if we give Renee a call during the podcast? I mean, honestly, he's on vacation. But we can, though. I mean, what is he going to do? What is he going to do? What, what, what would he catch him doing? The funniest thing possible would be if he picks up that phone and drops an F-bomb. <laughs> honestly, funniest thing. Funniest thing I can think of is he answers the phone and drops an F-bomb immediately. And just goes, <laughs> and goes, you done? <laughs> I want that so bad. <laughs> All right, fine. Maybe we'll give Renee a surprise <laughs> call halfway, like yeah. halfway through the issue. Yeah, once we start getting through it. But space, we shall back to Space Jam. We haven't even started Space Jam. What do you mean back to Space Jam? We haven't even started. Okay, so let's start Space Jam. Space Jam Two came out it's two weeks ago. You can't sing that because the song didn't appear or didn't make an appearance. Yeah, I know. So that means that I can sing it all, all at once. That's true. I mean, we can't get copyrighted we can't though. Can't get copyrighted. Hopefully not. I mean. I sang it terribly. Sure. I mean, yeah, that is the stop YouTube algorithm or YouTube, like, censor bots and stuff like but, that. Okay, so I have a question, though. So, so Space Jam had not only a awesome soundtrack, it had a pretty... We're pretty, talking about the first one. First one. Okay. First one. This one actually had a really lame soundtrack. I did not like the soundtrack. If we're talking about the soundtrack, okay, yeah, sure. When we think about Space Jam, the first thing that comes to mind is... Soundtrack. Exactly. Because yeah. the opening song is, like... That, dude, that one, that, it slaps. Exactly. Dude, it's, it's amazing. Come on in, jam! And welcome to the slam. slam! Is it slam or jam? I don't know. 
Come on in, Jan or Slam. I don't know. Do you want me to look up the lyrics? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Can we blame this on the heat and say that we're just delusional and that's why we couldn't figure out what the lyrics were? Wait, what is the name of the song? <laughs> Space Jam song, dude. Just look it up. Why are you yelling at me? I'm sorry. Stop I should stop. Yeah, ever okay, so everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Yeah, but it's the come on in jam part. Okay, so come on and slam. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the, the jam. jam. Come, come on, on and, and slam. slam if you want to jam. Hell yeah. That song slapped. Why does it sound like sex? <laughs> That's what you think of? Automatically, you just ruined the entire song for people. I mean... Okay. I don't think so. I mean, at least it wasn't written by R. Kelly, so that's good. That's that, Well, who was it written by? Uh, Quad City DJs? Hold up. When did this movie come out? 1990... You you just had it. I know, and then I backed out. Yeah, I was like, why did you have to back out when you just like had all this stuff, don't, all this don't, info? Don't, don't you yell at me. Don't yell at me. I, I get 94? 96? 96. Okay, so you were born in 92? Yes. I was born in 93, so was four... four Three. I mean, I think when I first watched Space Jam, I was probably like kindergarten, first grade, so maybe around like ninety nine or two thousand one. Yeah, is when I watched it. I had an older brother, so that's how I got to watch it. So the impact that Space Jam, the first one, did for me was, um, I I was a big fan of the Looney Tunes. So so was I. To see like animation in real life get together in this type of movie was just awesome. Yes. I'm even going to say, I'm going to go far as far back and say that uh, Who Framed Mr. Roger Rabbit, or Who Framed Roger Rabbit, yes. was probably the first of its kind that I watched. And so that's why... Ironically, mine's reversed. I watched Space, Space Jam, Jam and, and then Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Because yeah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is, that's a deep cut. That's a... For like a five-year-old to watch? Oh, well, yeah. For like a five or a six-year-old to watch? Like, that's a, that's bad parenting. <laughs> the context and stuff that you have in yeah. that movie yeah no i can that's, see that that's bad parenting that's but i think it was it was because i i watched it because it was animation in real life i didn't think yes. so much about it you know yes but space jam was more accessible because i mean what, what wrong can the looney tunes really do true oh well, quote unquote what can what wrong can they do because now apparently they can do a lot wrong yes it's a lot more censored now but uh for me I, the, the first movie, as far as I can remember, I recently watched it, actually, not that long ago, a couple months it's still, back. It's still good. It's still good. It's still good. But I watched it because my fiance's never seen it. What? Yeah. She she didn't grow up watching it, so I showed it to her, and it was on, I think I, I might have rented it before uh, HBO picked it H up. HBO, HBO Max has it right HBO now. Max has it now. They didn't back then. Right. And so I had to rent it, and we watched it, and she freaking loved it. She's like, oh my yeah. god, like, this is so great. I'm like, yeah. But why is it that that movie stands up so well even, like, now? It, it has a very basic premise, but the premise of it is... It's so simplistic that anyone could get it. Not only that, but also the music is so welcoming to you that it doesn't it almost kind of doesn't matter what's on the screen the music just encapsulates you it captures you, you it captures your imagination it gets you want it, it makes you want to get up it makes you want to get involved in the in in the in, in this like thing it really brought you into the kind of like world of basketball wanting to know more about yeah, it yeah not yeah. only that but also i really enjoyed that that idea of like michael jordan not knowing who he is like who am i after basketball 
was if if, if remind me remind me again so the premise of space jam is that he's retiring or he retired he is joining the aids he's joining he's in baseball now okay so it's our so he's already he's already won his championships he's already played for the bulls he's already done everything like that everything else and then this is when he retires and he goes to baseball mm-hmm. and then it's supposed to be and it's supposed to be that explanation of why Michael Jordan quits baseball and goes back to the Bulls mm-hmm. because that actually happened in real life where Michael Jordan leaves which he leaves and then he goes back to the Bulls okay afterwards and it, it, and it also makes it kind of a joke about you know real life because like you know Michael's not exactly doing the best in baseball he's uh He's average. He's an average player. Because I remember that the Looney Tunes Bugs Bunny basically challenges the minions, the little gremlin monsters, the monsters, which they turn out to be, to a basketball game, and he thinks that Michael Jordan's going to be, like, their all-star. But he pretty much is retired, so they're trying to convince him to go back and play again. So I think, honestly, I don't think it's just the music and the premise that really makes it stand out, because I was looking at the Rotten Tomato score, and I'm going to bring this back when we talk about Space Jam 2, but, um, because Space Jam 2 has some controversy to it in terms right. of like how it's standing up um you know how how it's performing out there right. it's performing really well because it got like 30 something million in its first it opening like, weekend I think it was like number one for like two, two weeks. weeks yeah, yeah two so weeks. it's doing well but i think the reception is where it's getting a little bit of its controversy um but space jam looking back at it um it's for me personally Oh man, I just lost my train of thought. I think it's like I, I wanted to say that basically the fact that like it had all these, it basically had its own story with the Looney Tunes is what I'm trying to say. You know, you know, because like when you think about a Looney Tunes cartoon, they're like what seven to twelve minutes of just kind of shorts of like their own little adventure. Well, the thing that also is really interested in that the the thing that I think that works better inside of Space Jam One is the fact that it's the it's a Looney Tune problem, and they've pulled Michael Jordan into their issue it's a looney tunes problem that expands in about an hour into an hour movie yes yes it's it's a looney tunes you know like episode Mm -hmm. that's an hour and a half and then they and they grab michael jordan in whereas you know the new one is like it's a human problem and then the looney tunes just kind of happen to get be brought in Mm -hmm. because bugs manipulated everything we'll get into it but i i think that's why the movie works so much is because it's like, of course, the Looney Tunes would bring in Michael Jordan. They're Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. They're wacky. They, they anything can happen in the Looney Tunes cartoon, even just bringing in Michael Jordan and everything else. And it's this idea of okay, so we need to train them. Because there was like a whole training montage. There's a whole like everything. Like it was, a, it was a full blown sports movie. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it was. That's the that's what the language I was trying to use. It, it is a sports movie. Because they, because they. Which I, he he's basically like the like the all star coach getting like the worst team in the world, mm-hmm. and then fig, and then Michael Jordan is then forced to how exactly do I use my players to their best potential, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of an interesting idea. Of so how, how do I get the Looney Tunes to perform well? So we can both agree that we both liked the OG. Dude, I love that movie. Space Jam. Yeah, I mean, I listened to that. Listen to that. I, I I put that soundtrack on. on the <laughs> I was jamming. I was jamming to it. I was jamming to it. It was good. So thinking about you know this this uh, the old Space Jam we get the new Space Jam with LeBron James right right and this movie was announced probably like about two three years ago three years ago if anything back in like so. 2018 I 
think. And they had to stop production because of COVID. Because this movie was supposed to come out last year. Well, not only COVID, but I think it also went through like several rewrites. When did the Lakers win their championship? Was it last year? Yes. 2020. So that was when they were still filming it. Because LeBron, from what I remember, the Lakers, not during the playoffs, is like before the playoffs. He wasn't there. He wasn't there for part of it because he was filming Space Jam. Yes. So then they were filming in 2020. So the movie was announced in 2019. It was like, no, it was announced in like 28, it was announced in like 2016. And like, that was like the, we're, we're making a, a sequel to Space Jam with LeBron James. And uh-huh. then it went through like several rewrites and then they finally like finalized the deal in like 2018, 2019. And then they started filming 2020. And then they finished it and then the movie comes out in 2021. Okay. Point being, they announced it. People were excited. I don't think people were as excited over the fact that LeBron James was the star because there's a lot of people that don't like him. Um, but I think overall the consensus was that we were getting another Space Jam movie and would you say that you were pretty excited for it to come out? I wanted to see Bugs again. Okay. I wanted to see Bugs You wanted to see the, the old G-Squad, right? Yeah, I wanted to see Bugs in the gang again. Okay, cool. Movie comes out and we watch it. Right. Overall opinion for me... Because I know you're going to tear this one apart. Oh, damn. I've, Either I, be it good or bad. Um, I enjoyed it for what it was. I don't think it was that special of a movie. I think that if you were a fan of the old Space Jam and you're getting a sequel, I don't think it was a masterpiece, nor did it do the first one justice. I think that as it stands, it's a decent movie that you can put kids in front of and be like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I can really enjoy this movie. It's got a good, wholesome message. Right. Uh, I wasn't expecting much of the acting because Michael Jordan was not a phenomenal actor and LeBron James was as bad. I didn't, He didn't sell a single line to me. Right. Um, but you still got to see a lot of the Looney Tune antics. Right. And I think that when you separate... And again, it's unfair because you can't separate components of a movie and say that this movie is good because only this part was good. Right. When you separate the Looney Tunes from the sports aspect of it, you still had that kind of like very old school Looney Tunes mentality. Just modernized. Um, I personally like like the fact when um, uh, Bugs was trying to get the uh, the oh, spoilers. We're gonna get into spoilers territory, by the way. Right, so right. you know, if you guys have not seen Space Jam two, pause the podcast, come back after you've seen it, and you know, go you guys, H- yeah, go to HBO Go. It's on the, there. Go yeah. to the movies. Movies are nice, right? Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. Um, but. Uh, my favorite part for Space Jam in the beginning was when Bugs is trying to get a ship to go and pick up his friends and he stakes a flag on a little island. He's like, I claim this land in the, or I claim this land in the name of Earth. And then immediately the you already know what's going to happen. Yeah, Marvin Martian. It's, a, it's an old antic, you know? It is an old antic. Yeah. yeah. But my... Okay, so here's, here's my thinking for it. I... Like, okay, I get the idea of LeBron James being forced to get sucked into the Wonderverse. Because I feel like this movie was rewritten after Ready Player One succeeded so much. Yes. I feel like Warner Brothers hit a home run with Steven Spielberg's Mm. Ready Player One. But then I felt like Warner Brothers didn't understand why Ready Player One was good. Yes. Like, their understanding of Ready Player One was they everybody loved it because there was a lot of nostalgia in it. And then they just went, cool, that's what we'll do with, like, we'll just do that with Space Jam. We'll just throw all that in there. We'll, we'll make callbacks to, like, 
to Westeros. We'll make, you know, DC references. We'll just, like, every single license or IP that we own or have partnerships with, we're going to throw into this movie. Because Space Jam was very um, reference-heavy. The second one was very reference-heavy. And I feel like that's what kind of pulled me out of this movie. Because I really liked the the first one because it's like, I was brought into the Looney Tunes world. Like, because the way that they made it sound is like, oh yeah, like, under the earth is, like, the Looney Tunes live. Mm -hmm. Whereas this one was like, yeah, no, actually, the Looney Tunes live on a server. And that's where they live and stuff like Like, I feel like they, 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 because they mentioned the old movie. No, no, no. Okay, so did you hear about that? There's, like, a theory Hmm. about this whole, like, how the Looney Tunes... Um, that this version of the Looney Tunes is completely different than the version of the Looney Tunes we see in Space Jam, the wow. first one. Because the first one, like you said, were, you know, found in the center of the earth. And that's right. where the tunes, that's where the tune verse is at, right? That's right. where they exist. And these tunes actually exist in the servers. They're more modernized, they're computerized, right? So the only reason they know about what's going on is because they have some kind of connection to the tunes that live in the earth. But they're not necessarily the ones that were appearing in the first Space Jam because they're drawn different, differently or they I, exist differently. I feel like whoever wrote the... That theory? Who, no, well, that, but also whoever wrote this movie, I felt thought it's Space Jam. No one's going to think about it too hard. No, no one is. I mean, if you really do, you're not really going to enjoy the movie. You're just going to be like nitpicking everything. It's not supposed to be Inception. Yes. You know, it's not supposed to be a Christopher Nolan film or, you know, a Ridley Scott movie. How to do it again. I just... <laughs> How to do it again. Every issue from now here on out, we're just going to mention his every, name. Every, 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 every... All the directors in the world, and you went with... I mean, who else am I going to think about? Ridley Scott? He doesn't really have that many, like, that M- big of a brain buster kind of movie. M. Night Shyamalan. They're just beautiful, huh? M. Night Shyamalan. That doesn't count. M. Night Shyamalan... No. I have my things on M. Night Shyamalan. Should we go watch Old? We should, I mean, we could. I kind of want to. I want to see how bad of a movie that is. I like them, but I also don't. I've heard a lot of people not like it. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I mean, it's M. Night Shyamalan. Like, most people say it's like, oh, post signs? He doesn't work. I mean, yeah, but sure, but why not? Like, I mean, to each his own. If you like his movies. Oh, what was that movie, Split? Split was not bad. Yeah, that's what people say. Split wasn't bad. Split's not bad. Neither is, um... That broken movie. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but it's in that same universe. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was funny because, a little off topic, I, I was talking to my students, and one of the girls, she's never seen Avatar The Last Airbender, the movie. <laughs> so, Don't talk about that. So what ended up happening... No, why are you talking about it? Oh, because, so what she's been doing, because my students have free time. Okay. So me and her talked about it, and she was like, what about if they just watch like a TV show? And she was like, well, what TV show should they watch? And I go, well, let's show them Airbender. Okay. We'll start episode one, mm-hmm. and then throughout the summer, we'll just keep watching Airbender. Okay. So, like, every day we'll watch an episode of, we'll ep- watch, like, an episode of two or Airbender. So, right now, I think they just got to Bossing Say. Oh, they're barely at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So, they've, ba- so they've barely gotten to season two. That's not the point. So, then she was like, yeah, the students found the, the, the movie, and they wanted to watch it. And then I go, it's okay. We don't need to do that. Like, they've already seen what happens in the movie. <laughs> like, they've already... Like, whatever happens in the movie, it happened in the TV show. They've already long passed it. Let's not ruin their, like, hopes and dreams with this movie. <laughs> Do you remember watching that movie for the first time? I've I, never finished it. I remember... 
I got a bootleg copy of that movie when I was in high school, and then I was mad at the guy that sold me bootlegs. Because he gave because you he a bad la- bootleg, a bad bootleg of a bad bootleg. No, he gave me a good bootleg of a bad movie, and he I, I got <laughs> mad at him because he didn't tell me no. I was like, <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you think he was gonna do? Watch his own movies and be like, ah, you know what? I don't want to recommend this movie to you. I was so upset that I was like, dude, I thought we were friends. <laughs> so you finished the whole thing, right? The movie? Yeah. Did you finish the whole movie? Um, Avatar? Yeah. The Last Airbender? I think I got like 45 minutes in. And then you stopped. Probably. Did you ever finish it? Uh, I think so. Why? Because I never finished it. I, I think I, I, I think I've only seen like bits and pieces of it. I got up to the part where they go to the Earth Kingdom and then they started like doing these weird dance moves and then lifting rocks. And that's why I pause and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Oh, you mean the 35 moves that they made to then go to throw one pebble to throw a pebble yes yeah, 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 yeah. that pissed yeah, yeah. me off so freaking much i was like, i was over and done with it I, I remember i remember seeing seeing that and just going like oh m night Shyamalan didn't understand this <laughs> like at all like not only did he not understand it but like he didn't ask like a single question oh uh, the worst the part cre- like to the creator like, <laughs> the worst part on like, <laughs> can we stop talking about this movie and go back to Space Jam, please? I mean, they're both bad movies. I mean, it's Space bad. Jam Two. I um, wouldn't compare it to the Last Airbender. It's not the Last Air. Okay, it's not. It, it okay, so what did you think of Space Jam Two? Because you, I, we can already assume you don't like it. I okay. I it's not that I didn't like it. I didn't. Ha- I I think I was upset because I didn't have as much fun with it. Okay. Like I'm okay with a bad movie because let's be honest, Space Jam One isn't exactly like the like a, a, like a cinematic like Marvel. No, it's a kids it's, movie, it, but it's fun. Yes, it's a fun movie. Yes, like anybody could sit down and enjoy that movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one it pandered too much to kids, and then it was just like adults like references to the things they loved. Okay. Like it, 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 it once again it felt like a boardroom made a bunch of decisions. And then gave it to a director and then went, make me a movie. So, did you not like the fact that certain tunes were in, like, popular um, Warner Brothers media? What do you mean? So, like, for me, I'll admit, <laughs> my favorite tune was Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote and Mad Max. Yes, that's hilarious. That, that, that part is, just, that, that, that was just genius. Okay, I actually thought that was an ingenious move yeah i thought that was so genius or granny um, and speedy and in matrix. matrix yeah I, thought, I i i was like oh yeah what a perfect way of you talking about these different universes and then forcing us to go to them yes that's fine i'm mm. okay with that that's what, whatever it was the references that you saw during the match that just threw you off not, like it was just constant not only that but also i felt like or Rick and Morty, too. Yeah, but I also Ugh. felt like the biggest danger came to, you know, the tunes. Like, the tunes were kind of getting, like, the most the most danger out of this. Not only that, but also I did not like the fact that... Because I know Bugs is sneaky, but I don't... But, like, they kind of just brush over the fact that Bugs is using LeBron James. Yeah. They just kind of brush over it. And I didn't like that, because... Bugs Bunny in the first one, like, yeah, he's manipulative, but, like, and he's manipulating Michael to, like, helping them. But he's, like, legitimately afraid. Like, 
he like there's even that like right when LeBron I mean when Michael Jordan like lands, he's like like he's giving him basically the rundown, the exposition to get him caught up to what's happened in the movie so far on their end. And he's going like, No, we need your help. Mm-hmm. Like we thought that a basket like the reason the only reason we chose basketball is because they're short. They have little stubby arms, and we thought, oh, we'll just dunk on them. Like, but isn't it, like, reversed? Like, that's what you're saying, right, is that this is a reverse play? Because in the original Space Jam, the Toons used basketball right. to outplay the Monstars. Right. And, then, and now LeBron is playing Bugs, but Bugs is reverse playing LeBron to, to get, get the his team back. back. Yeah. Yes. It's a, it's a twist on a twist. It's a twist on a twist. And it kind of doesn't work. It, it kind of doesn't work. It falls flat. Okay. It really... You have to give it that. It does fall a little flat. Yeah, it, it does. It does. It just... For me, personally, if you're talking about the story, the story just didn't feel constructive enough. Like, it just felt like trying to put Lego pieces together when they don't fit, and the way you make it work is by gluing them together and thinking that that's how it's going to work. But that, but that's, what, that's my point, though. I feel like what they did is they got five ideas from four different scripts and then just put the Looney Tunes in those situations and then like let it sit mm-hmm. because honestly like to be totally honest I actually kind of like the LeBron James and his son storyline like I love that idea mm-hmm. it's such a cool idea uh, what was it and like the fact that it was like a video game like this is how oh hold up we will be right back because the video cut and we're back. And we're back. Yeah. Video back. Yeah, video back. If the the audio may have continued, but the video may have stopped. Um, what was it? You like the fact that LeBron and their son had a. Oh quote, yeah, yeah. I and liked, it was video game based. And, and, and the video game based that was kind of cool too, because like you know. But once again, that feels like a boardroom decision. Like mm. what's in right now? Video games. Hi. Welcome. Welcome, buddy. Welcome just, to the slam. You just showing your butt to the. To the Are camera. you here to jam? <laughs> He just yes. He's like yes, please love me. So anyway, come here. No. Oh, please. you've chosen your path then. He's chosen. He chose correctly. Anyway. Asshole. <laughs> yeah, jerk. Oh yeah, you like me more than daddy. You Alright, the door's that way, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Go home with him, then he can, he can feed you. Say how you like it then, huh? <laughs> but I. But also, I felt like there wasn't a bigger. Like okay, so the the idea that ever that people are just gonna get like portaled into like Space Jam world and then like now they're trapped. Mm-hmm. That was that's an interesting idea, but also I kind of don't care about these people. They, because there was no there was no consequence. There, there there's no consequence. Like like it's a thousand it's a thousand random faces. Because you already know that the movie's gonna end well. Yes, that's the thing. So like I get it. I get it. I I understand where you're coming from in that sense. Because it's just, yeah, it, now that I think about it, yeah, you're right. Because it does feel like this is one story, this is another story. They try to mix it together, and then you expect it to somehow work. Yeah, like but it, it was, doesn't. Yeah, like it was five failed scripts, mm-hmm. and then they got like five pieces that were kind of interesting and kind of cool, and they would kind of fit. And then they smashed them together, and then went cool. Mm-hmm. Put the Looney Tunes in it, LeBron James, and we're solid. Now let me let me put this out there. So this again, we, we when we talk about Space Jam, we have to understand that Space Jam, even the original, was a kids movie, right? This is yes. a kids movie. This is a movie that you make 
that maybe like I would say like with a lot of adult references. There's the first lo- one. There's a oh well, yeah. I mean, but that's been that's the Looney Tunes. Like that's true for for like years yes. in the '90s. I mean, come on, like Bugs cross dresses like half the time, and like well, I mean, because uh, what was it like? I think there's a scene in uh, the it's the scene where they're going to they've kidnapped Jordan, and then they, he then says, "You have to go to my house and pick up my lucky sneakers and my shorts." Okay. And then Donald Duck. He pushes Daffy it. Duck. No, yes, Daffy. Sorry, Daffy. Daffy. Daffy goes into Michael Jordan's house, and then he like is going like, "Wow, look at the size of this shoe." You know what that means, right? Oh, that's right. And then all of a sudden, like, and then like Porky Pig then turns to him and he goes, "Yeah, he must have huge socks." <laughs> <laughs> I remember. But that's the Looney Tunes for you. It's it like is. They have a lot of, like, you know, adult references and stuff. But, again, this is a kid's movie, right? It is. So I feel like a lot of the people come to Space Jam's to defense and says, like, oh, well, it's poorly constructed because it is a kid's movie. But that, for me personally, I don't think it's a good enough defense because you're still referencing a lot of adult properties that Warner Brother has. No kid's going to know... Game of Thrones. Free, exactly. The rooster riding a dragon from Game of Thrones right. as he's dressed up as the the, right. the 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 princess chick, whatever her name Daenerys? is. Daenerys? Daenerys, yeah. You're not going to know. Have you, ne- have you never watched Game of Thrones? I'm going to start. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I didn't care for it. I'm a sci-fi person, not I a... I, I can't wait until after, like, you've watched a couple of seasons and then you're just like, I love this character. <laughs> and they and die. Like, I love this character. This character's awesome. And then, like, a couple of days later, you're just like, oh, why would they do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been told. That's what I've been told. But that's besides the point. I, I, and, but here's my thing, though. I felt like in, in one, there was an actual consequence. Mm-hmm. There was an actual villain. Because... They wanted to capture the tombs and keep them prisoners. Yes. Whereas this one, it's like, there's not really We're just going to delete you. Yeah. We're just going to delete the tombs. You're, yeah, exactly. You're irrelevant. You're, you're, you're irrelevant. You're not important. It, it didn't feel matter. like a consequence consequence because you already knew the outcome of what was going to happen. Not only that, but also I, I thought it was interesting because also Jordan had a reason to... Jordan had a reason to play mm-hmm. because they stole the talent of his friends. Mm-hmm. They stole the talent of like major NBA stars. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that was so interesting. The idea of somebody s- stealing away your talent. They're using it in this game to you know do evil. But periodically throughout this movie, we check back in with them and how they're doing. Like and, yeah, yeah. Like they're in like like they're they're, they're in complete like, days. They don't know what's going on. Well, they're not only are they in complete days, but like they're going to psychiatrists. They're going like they're they they're getting like uh, what was it like medical checks on them, and they're all talking about it and everything like that. And it's actually having an effect on the world where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, the NBA is paused because like nobody knows how people lost their talent and everything like that. And then like. Other people were like, "Oh yeah, like I'm not gonna go inside. I don't care what it is, but th- there might be a fungus in there that's like, gonna that's gonna steal away my talent." And it's, and the idea that Michael Jordan is like playing is so that way he can gain this talent back mm-hmm. and everything else. And that that also leads to a really cool resolution at the very end where Michael plays them, where he gives back the talent to them and everything like that. And then you know, that kind of gives him the idea of like, "Oh, I'm." Like, I'm going to get back into the NBA. So this goes back to the point that you're making that it's a sports movie because you have very talented, you know, they were already past their prime. 
you know, quote unquote, like a little bit past their prime, but you had prominent basketball players in that era, right? This one, I feel like the only person they really referenced celebrity wise was, yeah, Anthony Anthony Davis. And it's like, okay, well, I know that the other ones probably could have been some big names. Were they or were they just kind of like, because they didn't even mention the names. They're big instead of the, uh, Sorry. Silence your phones. Zordon, what do you want? Silence your phone. I'm sorry. You yelled at me like for an hour last night. You want to yell at me right now? Yell. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, but the thing is that you had uh, a lot of, like, some of them are, like, really famous, are really popular. Not only that, but I think they were also, like, Olympians Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, which makes it okay. That's that's fine. I don't mind that. But they didn't give them names. That's the problem is that if you didn't know who they were, you're never going to know. You have to look them up. You like the other ones, they at them. least mentioned them. Like you know who Charles Barkley is. Yes. But did you know everyone else? No, but at least they mentioned their names there. And they had the teams in which they played in. Not only that, but also I think the cool part about the Monstars, though, was that even though they were hyper-realistic monsters, they still played like... Charles Barkley. They played like, you know, everybody else. Like they had like they had like their emotions, they had everything like that. In this one, because it's so hyper realistic with like them being fused in with like animals mm. and stuff like that, which which is also a weird choice. It's such a mechanic, yeah. It's such a weird choice. They try to hide it with like, oh, it being a game mechanic, but it's like, okay, sure. Like, what 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 does a snake have to do with basketball? I get like a tarantula, but not only that, but also it didn't show me that person's talent. Okay, it doesn't show me how good they are because the snake portion of them or the bird portion of them is being featured more prominently. So Anthony Davis's was the eagle. He was the eagle. But yes. I, now that you mentioned, you had to literally remind me that there they had like you know powers in that sense because I completely forgot. Even this in mon the monsters at least looked like the athletes. They looked well, the, not, these just kind of looked like they had only like one feature. But the thing is that not only did they look like the athletes, they also took on their personalities. Yeah, which was really interesting because I thought that was always really funny. Like uh, I forget which one it is. Are you talking about the tall one? No, the really short one. Inside of the one uh, that was uh, the, oh never mind I thought it was like Char- the one that was the the Charles Barkley but it wasn't him was it no no no, no but uh, the, the five foot four one yeah, the really yeah, the tiny foot, one the really tiny one he's which are he's and like because that, that's something you don't really see inside of basketball right? yeah uh, but I thought that was always really interesting just because if you listen to that player's interviews and stuff like that he has that stutter he has that stutter where he's like yeah man you know nah, nah, and he has that high pitched voice. And, like, you know, just the way he talks and, like, the way he's, like, kind of moving his hands and everything like that. You're like, oh, like, that's him. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like, that, and also it felt like you, when you're looking back at the players, you're going, oh, man. Like, they ripped, basically, like, their soul out of them. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that made them them is now gone. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're empty inside. And I felt like that was more stakes than your, not only that, but also the uh, Moron Mountain. That little tiny cartoon where it's just like, oh yeah, like you're gonna be playing one on one for the rest of your life, forced to lose mm-hmm. every single time for little kids, and like it showed you like that little tiny thing and like him like tr- chained to a wall and you can't do anything about it, and I felt like that added more stakes to the situation. Now there is another celebrity cameo that happened in this one, similar to what happened in the first one, which is Bill Murray in the first one. Bill Murray made an appearance twice. Right. 
twice. He made an appearance twice. He made an appearance when he was playing golf with uh, Michael Jordan. And right. then he pops out of nowhere and says, like, yeah, I can sub in and play basketball for a bit. He, he does, he does, a, he, he does like, two plays. Exactly. And then and he's he like, does. I can't do it anymore. This one had a celebrity cameo, which was Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. And the whole joke on it was Sylvester comes out and he says, oh, I found Michael Jordan. He's coming back. He's going to help us out. But he brings in Michael B. Jordan instead of Michael A. Jordan. Right. And there's that whole joke about it and stuff like that. And... I, you got it. You got an I'm opinion not, on that? I'm not gonna lie. I know Renee told us that happened. Did he really? He did. He told me that happened. Oh, okay. Told and you. I, you didn't I tell he, me. I know he told me that like there is a scene where Michael B. Jordan shows up, and then I was like, okay, that's fine. And I I thought that was a funny joke when Renee told it to me. Then I'm watching the movie, and like the entire movie, I'm just going like, oh come on, Mike. Mike's gotta show up. Like Mike's like Mike has to show up. Like even in the stands. Or something like that. Like, easiest, easiest way to get Michael Jordan in this movie and to have, like, a use for him is have him as an announcer. But they didn't even do that. Like, have him as an announcer, but not only that, but also have him as an announcer and then also telling, like, while going through it, giving the stats of the, uh, giving the stats of, like, Bugs Bunny and stuff like that, going, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, he does this, he does this. Last time I played with him, like, his his reach was insane and everything. Like, like that would have been so interesting to have, like, Michael Jordan as the announcer. And I get it. They had, like, a prominent announcer from the NBA and a comedian. Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, we, we need to make this funny. For my, I, I feel like the Michael Jordan thing, as soon as I saw Michael B. Jordan show up, I just got so mad at the movie. Well, because it played you. It, like, because that's the thing is that I, I think so that he tried so hard to, like, get the old, like, get the folks that grew up watching the original right. to, like, make you love it. Like, it, it tried to reel you in with this kind of, like, thought that we could possibly revisit the old movie. Right. They referenced it, like, four times before Michael B. Jordan shows up. They they said, like, oh, yeah, we've done this before. It feels like a flashback kind of thing. They keep teasing yeah. at it. Then they say, like, oh, Michael Jordan, he's here, da-da-da, talks about it for, number, like, a solid 30 seconds. Though. And then yeah, shows up, and it's nobody. And it's, it's I'm sorry, excuse me, not, not that he's not nobody, a, but, it, yeah, but, like, it's, it's not the Jordan you wanted. It's not the Jordan I wanted. Not only that, but also Sylvester has, like, one of, like, Kind of like the silliest line in the movie where they were just like, you thought, the last time we saw him was 25 years ago, you thought this was Michael Jordan? And then Sylvester turns and he goes, I thought he aged really well. (laughs) (laughs) Do you really think that Michael Jordan just turned down the offer? Do you think that he was probably offered like, hey, do you want to show up real quick and make a cameo for like at least like a day or something? You know what the funny thing is? I'm unsure of whether or not they gave it to him. Or if they thought about it and they were just like, kids wouldn't know who this is. Which would be sad. Like, But even still, like they should know who the audience is. They didn't make $30 million in a weekend just because... Children. Exactly. It was their parents that went to go see Exactly. But I, I, I don't know. It could be that Michael Jordan maybe read the script and he was just like, I'm not, I'm not into it. Or conflicts with COVID and everything like that. I mean, Michael Jordan is older. Mm-hmm. I think he's, like, up there in his, like, 60s. That's why we have the internet. I, I'm almost positive he's in his 60s now. Okay. Because in the 90s, he was, like, in his, like, 20s, late 30, uh, almost 30. Mm-hmm. And it's 20 years later. So he's definitely got to be in his 50s, maybe early 60s. That's what I would imagine. 
Well, let's look it up. But having all of that... 58, you're wrong. I said in his 50s, early 60s. I thought you said early 60s. That's too close to early 60s. Sure, whatever. Anyways, go on whatever. with your point. <laughs> whatever. But, I mean, I can understand that maybe COVID was a thing. Where, like, Michael Jordan... I mean, th- this was filmed prior to the... Which out prior to the to the vaccine. This is filmed everything like that. There's still a lockdown and everything else there, and they're filming on you know, with COVID protocols, but also. Thanks, buddy. We're recording over here, jerk. And this is what I'm talking about. He that man doesn't even know he yelled at him. <laughs> and he's he gonna go home and pretend nothing happened. And you can't yell at someone if they don't know you're mad at them. If I open the window, I can. He, he's gone now. Oh, well, it could have been better if you. Okay, sure. Anyways, go with back. Go back. Of, with the sound of his engine, he wouldn't even hear you. <laughs> What'd you say? He turns around, comes back around the block. He's like, "What'd you say?" Sorry, sir. I'll, uh, you know, now nah, I say it to his oh, face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a bitch. Don't, don't. <laughs> I made a mistake. Please don't hurt me. I made a mistake. <laughs> I didn't think you'd find me. I didn't think you know where I live. <laughs> I know where you live, Brian. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I I do think that you know with Michael Jordan, I think it's a very high possibility that Michael Jordan could decline because of COVID. So, because he is within that kind of danger age. Yeah, eh, I, I guess it's. I mean, personally, I still think that Space Jam Two is an enjoyable movie. Like even with all these like different problems and things that I feel could have been bettered if. You know, Space Jam 2 had more time to develop and it didn't feel like it was just kind of like glued together rapidly. Right. I still feel like it's a good, enjoyable movie. I don't think I should, you know, people should discourage people to go to not go watch it. Right. It's a fun movie, you know? It, it, it's, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. It's something, it's a movie to turn your brain off. If yes. You, if you're just gonna sit there and turn your brain off, it's not the room. It's it's not the room. It's not it's not a, it's not like a garbage movie. Mm-hmm. It has substance in there. There's some funny parts. There's it's some not the Doom bits. movie or something like that. Yeah, there's some good bits in it. There's yeah. some. It, it's funny, but the it, it's just not a classic. It's not no. an instant, it's not an instant classic like the original was. No, it, it, I don't think sequels can be classics though. Well, that's a lie. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> I don't think sequels have a good chance of being classics. There you go. There and you I go. think that this one just went like it, it. It tried to hit the target and it missed by like half, like the Earth's distance. And it just it's never gonna be anything besides a sequel to you know a fun entertaining movie that just you know nineties kids watched. Yeah, watch the first one. Yeah. Honestly, I I I do. I my only thing is also I didn't like the. Because Bugs even said, I feel like we've done this before. It kind of upset me that they all didn't really know how to play basketball. Oh, because he had to teach them again. He had to reteach them. And I was like, you, you even mentioned that we've done this before. So why are we having to go? Like, I thought it would have been interesting if, like, they, were, they kept on trying to, like, you know, play the way that Mike taught them. Like, this is how we play. Like, this is, this is like, you want the best team? This is how to do it. And then LeBron would have kept fighting it. Mm-hmm. And everything like that. And then it's like, you know what? You're right. I gotta let you be you. And then that's like a, a thing. Because I think the resolution with his son is interesting. I think like that whole like storyline is... It has a good message. It has a good message. I feel message. like Space Jam, I think that's what was missing from the first Space Jam is a good family wholesome message. I don't think it had it. It, it kind of did, but it was like a little bit... I feel like that was a Michael Jordan movie. Yeah, it was a Michael Jordan movie. It's, it's the... It's the 
stop, stop fucking, stop messing around. <laughs> God dang it! That was stop! An, that was an accident. That was oh an accident. Stop messing around. It's the coconut. Oh, God. <laughs> stop messing around and continue stop your me- thought. Stop messing around and go back to basketball. Yes. Yeah. That's that, that. That's what I do feel is kind of like the, their message mm-hmm. in that movie. Whereas in this one was like, you know, let people be who they are. You know, uh, you have to yeah. embrace them for who they are. And don't forget the most important one. You can't earn your rewards if you don't work hard enough. Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, you can't just automatically instantly gain superpowers or anything like that. You have to work for what you have. It's got a good message. It's got it's a just, solid message. It's just it's the good. story is not there. Also, such a bad villain. Yeah. Don Cheadle's a phenomenal actor. I think Don, he was he was the best actor there, but I mean that's you can't really compare him to anyone else. Don Cheadle is the best actor there. I'll give you that. Yeah. But he was fun to watch. Al G Rhythm? That's dumb. It, it was such a stupid... I even forgot his name like halfway through the film. I'm just like, I know it's a play on algorithm, but it's like such a stupidly like I, I pun told, on words. I told my buddy, because my buddy was like, I haven't seen Space Jam yet. Have you seen it? And I go, yes. And he goes, how did you like it? And I go, the main villain is named Al G Rhythm. And then he goes, is his name Algorithm? And I go... Yes. yes. And he goes, so I'm not watching that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, before, <laughs> I think before we wrap up this topic, uh, let's address two different um, controversies that occurred during the process of this movie. Right. And uh, we mentioned this in earlier issues. Um, one of them we actually mentioned in earlier issues. Uh, I don't think you were on the show. What was it? It was, uh, the first one was... Uh, Speedy Gonzalez being a part of this movie. Uh, it was with also Pepe Le Pew, how they had to can him out of this movie because, mm-hmm. you know, the whole, um, how he was kind of being portrayed and him making advances towards women in a way that wasn't comforting or wasn't comfortable for the audiences. And then the Speedy Gonzalez thing was that... They're cartoons! They are cartoons. But here's here's my take on the whole Speedy Gonzalez thing. I love Speedy. Speedy's one. Of, Speedy and Roadrunner, Wiley e. Coyote That's are my right, favorite tunes. Because wasn't in Gabriel Iglesias supposed to play Speedy? Gonzalez? He did play Speedy. That was Gabriel Iglesias. Okay. The funny thing was that at the end of the movie, after watching Speedy, I don't think it was a. It wasn't the best portrayal of Speedy, but it was a good enough portrayal of Speedy that I wasn't mad, and it felt like he really captured the essence of what Speedy is without over emphasizing the whole arriba, arriba, kind of thing. You know? Right, right. I mean, also, you know, these cartoons were made in the, in the 70s. Yes, exactly. They were they were generic stereotypes of, you know. Okay, uh, I, I remember taking this, I remember having this one class where it was like an art appreciation class. Mm-hmm. And the professor even said, like, would, if you were to really go into it, would Romeo and Juliet be okay in this time, in this era? Mm-mm. It would be canceled immediately. Mm-hmm. And he goes, but the thing is that Romeo and Juliet is still a phenomenal piece of art. Mm-hmm. And he goes, that's because people are judging it for the time it was created in. Mm-hmm. You, that's the way that you should be guys that you should always have for art. And Speedy Gonzalez and the Looney Tunes are art. They are things of the 70s. They are remnants of that. And they're not only that, but also they're not exactly making Bo- fun uh-huh. 
they're doing caricatures of people. But would that argument hold up against someone like um, Pepe Le Pew? See, but here is my thing, though, is that I feel like that was a stereotype of French people. It was, it was a hardcore stereotype of French people. You know, we have, like, one listener. I think the last time I looked at the, the, the chart that tells he's like, oh, where are your listeners in the last, like, 28 days? We had, we like, two people from France. France? <laughs> if they come back, they're going to listen to this and be like, okay, so Nick thinks that Pepe Le Pew was a representation of us. No, 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 no. Noted! I, I feel like of the 70s, it's a stereotypical, like, of... The time of like this is this is who at least okay. So the best way to put it is, it is a stereotype of what we believed the people to be like. Exactly, it's or, an over exaggeration. Yes. Okay. There not you only, go. Not there only, you well, go. Not only that, but also, but why not make the joke then? If you're being can- if he if Pepe Le Pew is already being canceled. Well, he why, was canceled. He wasn't in this movie. Yeah, I know. But then why don't we make the joke of having Pepe Le Pew in the movie? He's still kind of like acting that way, but then you have him going like, "No, no, I'm better than this." <laughs> Actually, I thought he was supposed to be in this movie because, from my understanding, LeBron tells him not to act that way, but it completely just they completely take it all out. Yeah, but I feel like that's a better message. That's I, the argument. No, that was the argument. Yeah, was that I, like by taking it out, you're not showing the generation that's pissed off about this. You know, showing them that it's not okay to act in this form of right. way. Instead, you're censoring it entirely, which was stupid. Yeah, I, and I feel like LeBron going like, whoa, whoa, whoa like that's not okay. Com- like that compared to everything else, like that is, that's bad. Yeah. You, I, I think that there was tons of ways you could have done it. I think there is the easiest and funnier way. Like why not make a gag out of it? Like, make a gag out of it. Well, that's the thing is that they cancel it completely. Like, my thing is this. Like, I'm not Mexican, so I can't speak about being offended about, like, the representation that Speedy Gonzalez puts out there. Wait, but you said that you were Mexican. That's why the sombreros were in there. There's no sombreros here, I Nick. saw a giant I have helmets. I have helmets, but they're not sombreros. Dude, I literally saw a hat on the floor, and I could have swore I heard music when I was coming up. What kind of music? Play, play, tell us, come on. Hey, hey. That's <laughs> I saw a hat on the floor. I was like, oh, oh that's cool. You're telling me that that was just something you do? <laughs> going back to Speedy. Um, no, but I mean, that's the thing is that Speedy was cool. And I remember watching his old cartoons. Dude, Speedy was such a badass, man. Like, that was the thing is that for me, people getting so pissed off about him being like, dude, it's a it's a stereotype of Mexicans and that's not how they are and stuff. Like, I'm like, dude, he dresses up like the old Mexican rancheros in his white, like, getup, right. his big sombrero and his little red scarf. And I mean, he was badass. There was, I don't I don't feel like I, there was anything to be offended by him. I feel like it, there, there was, like, <laughs> I don't know, because it's weird, because if you really look at a Speedy Gonzalez, like, episode. Mm-hmm. It's Speedy goes up against the villain and wins. Yeah, always. Like he's he's. It's always Speedy is the smarter person. Yeah, because and he was fast. Because he and he's smarter and he's faster than than you'll ever be. And no matter what, if you're trying to stop Speedy, he's just gonna make you look like a fool. Exactly. He's just gonna make you look like a fool. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. And I I I think that's a great representation of of Hispanics in Mexican culture. Like that's awesome. Like it's it's an actual. He was a hero. It, well, it's a main character that shows that he's not a stereotype. He's like he can actually 
you know, he can defeat a villain. He can be, you know, un, like, it's one of the first times you actually have, like, a Hispanic Mexican, like, uh, which are, like, cartoon. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's on, like, American TV. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. And I think trying to censor Speedy Gonzales, trying to, trying to, trying to censor the Looney Tunes is like trying to censor Family Guy. Like, it just doesn't Trying to make censor sense. South Park. Yeah, like, trying to censor South Park. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And when you're trying to censor them, you're losing all of, like, the fun. Yeah. That's inside of these characters because, yes, do they use caricatures? Do they do everything like that? But the thing is that it's built in reality. And then they, you know, oh, they make it, you know, hyper-realistic or they make it so outlandish that it, it, it's just hilarious. And that's what made the Looney Tunes funny. Yeah. When you just censor them all together, they're kind of boring. Mm-hmm. No, agreed. Uh, before we mention the next uh, controversy, this, the other little part of it, um, I'm going to reset the video portion of it. So if you hear a slight pause, for our audio listeners, we'll be back in like just a second. So here we go. We're back. And yes, it's like time never moved. Doesn't matter. Audio listeners won't even tell. I think they'll tell them the first one because we caught it all late. But like this one now. Yeah. What's up, Joey? Do you want to come back on the show? Yeah, yeah. He's like contemplating. He's like, I don't, but I do. He's like, he's like made for. Oh, never mind. Yeah! He chose. There it is. He likes me. There you go, buddy. Uh, second controversy: Lola Bunny. Okay. Okay. That, that was in Daya, right? Huh? That was in Daya. Yeah, that was in Daya. I didn't. I didn't mind. I think she was great as Lola. To me, it's so. It's super funny that. Lola was like the love interest in Bu- uh, for Bugs in the first one, and then they just completely scrapped that. But what made me laugh the most was people getting super pissed off that they desexualized Lola. And I'm like, why do you need to sexualize Lola Bunny in the second one? I get it. They did sexualize her in the first one. They did. Yeah. I completely, like, okay, I understand. But, but the thing is that they sexualized her in the first one, and then immediately, you know, Michael Jordan just kind of, like, goes like... What was that? Yeah. Like, why? I was, I, the, the funny, the one thing, I mean, the line that most is most popular from the first one for Lola Bunny is like, don't call me doll. And like walks away. Yes. That, and yeah, like I get it. But also at the same time, like, do you really want to bring that aspect again to Lola? I don't think so. And I kind of liked her here. I mean, I like her in both, you know, mm-hmm. but in this one, it felt like she had more character. But the thing is that I felt okay. Here was the reason. Here's the one reason why I liked. She actually felt like a tune. But here's the thing, though. I, this is the reason why I like the first one more than I like the second one a little bit more. Okay. Now, mind you, which Zendaya does an amazing job. Her Lola Bunny is good. Zendaya's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do. Here's my thing, though. I do feel that you can make a female character strong, independent, and also aware of their sexuality mm-hmm. and I felt like that was what they did in one of she knew that she was hot she knows which I, she knows that she's you know this like thing but also she doesn't need anyone like, yeah at exactly. no point in the first one does she ever need bugs well she was her. the key to make the basketball victory happen like right. she was an essential player right and that was the thing that I like forgetting the sexualization of Lola in the first one like I didn't have a problem as a kid I didn't care like I mean I wasn't, like, looking at that. That wasn't the big thing. I mean, for me, it was like Michael Jordan, the tunes were there, and it's basketball. Oh, and so that's what you were getting excited about. Like, the, the freaking game? Yeah. I mean, what was I was, like, six. I wasn't thinking about Lola Bunny's ass. Were you? 
Okay, that answers a lot of the questions. Thank you for that. But <laughs> I didn't say yes. You nodded. No, I went. I Audio I was, listeners won't tell the difference, was, Brian. I, no, they won't know. You're just stuffing words in my mouth. I was I, putting. I was putting my head. I didn't nod yes. I I went back and forth, going like, did I? I you had to know. think about it. I had to think about it. I saw. You I, didn't I, have I, to think about it. You could just said yes but, or no. But he, but that's the okay. But here's but that's my point though. You. You don't have to desexualize her just to make her a strong independent. But it woman. wasn't a bad desexualization. That was the thing that I had. I think that it because it didn't fit. Like that was the thing is that this is a completely different Lola Bunny. This wasn't like, uh, this I, I forget the actress that played uh Lola Bunny in the first one. But like Zendaya, even though she's like you know she's a beautiful actress, I don't think that she tried to play the character that way and it worked because it strengthened not just her persona but the character itself in the movie she had a much bigger personality trait here well the other thing than just a badass basketball player well here's the other thing though is that i for on that i feel like the second one doesn't give the tunes any issues like, each one of the tunes that's, like, on the starting lineup, for the most part, kind of has, like, an issue that they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the movie, they've dealt with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and and I feel in this one, they just went, the tunes are in there. Have fun. Mm-hmm. And everything else. There, there was no resolution. There was no growth. There's no... There, there, there's no movie, really. It's just like, okay, cool. Here are the tunes. Here's your basketball player. Here's the problem. And it's solved. Right. That's it. That's the generic formula of this movie. I mean, overall... Things may have been cut out of it. Yes. I, and you can tell clearly that there was a lot of stuff <coughs> that was being cut off of this. But like, I, I, to kind of wrap up this topic, you're right. It isn't a classic. It's not going to be a classic. That's I don't right. think that this is a movie that like 10 years down the line, we're going to pick up and be like, oh, I feel like watching Space Jam 2. Right. You know, I, it, it's not Space Jam. It, I don't think it'll ever be Space Jam. I don't think it was in the process of being Space Jam. You know I just think it was like a movie that they wanted to put out there with that name. You know, you know what I felt while watching this movie? What? I felt like this was a this was a movie that was supposed to be direct TV. Like direct to DVD? Like straight to DVD or straight It could be. But you don't want to do that with a big name LeBron, like LeBron. No, but that's the only thing that kept it from being it's from being like that. So my next question is this to you to kind of wrap it up. Do you think there's going to be a third one? Yeah. How, how many Absolutely. years down the line? I don't think it's going to be within the next like maybe five years. It'll I, probably be like ten years I, I from think, now. I think the way that the way that you do this, if you want to make it like a, a, a threequel, if you want to make it a threequel, a trilogy, the Space Jam trilogy. I think that what you have to do is you have to let the because LeBron James is already he's up there. Yeah. He's already he's already nearing the end of his career. Mm-hmm. I give him maybe five six more years, if that. LeBron. Yeah. Okay. I maybe I five may even be too much. I was gonna say he's probably gonna retire with the Lakers, but okay. No, and I I, I hope he does and everything like that. But like the way that they run him and everything like that, who knows? Yeah. Maybe he goes on for another five seasons. Maybe he, you know, he could quit tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. He could just announce his retirement. Yeah, he could just go like, I'm not going to be coming back. After this season. issue pulls up online, LeBron announces his retirement. I would be so, I would be like, no, my fantasy league is gone. <laughs> You're going to be like, ah, dang it. My fantasy, my fantasy basketball team is destroyed. Um, uh, but 2033? I, 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 can, I, I think that the new generation of basketball players need to come in. Okay. And the, like the next big one. Like the, and it's like the next big star. Mm-hmm. And everything like that. Stephen Curry. To be totally honest, you know who she, 
it should have been Kobe. I think there was an I think there was a theory that it was supposed to be Kobe. I I feel like that's a that because I feel like. I mean, they I've, both have had their legacies, but this is the thing: is that Michael Jordan, he he played for two or three teams, right? He played he for two. Played for two. He played for the Bulls, and then he played for the or, Wizards. For the Wizards, right? Yeah, and then LeBron's he, legacy, in a way, kind I think of. He might have played three. He may have played three. I I feel like in Space Jam two, the NBA was more excited to have someone like LeBron on there because he represented so much. And the intro, even though the song wasn't cool at the beginning, it was cool to see LeBron's journey from like the beginning right. all the way to where it was now. Yeah, and as a Lakers that? fan, I'll tell you this: I love the fact that it ended in the Lakers because like, that's right. Give right. me that LA fame. Give me that LA. That LA fame. You know. Right. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Well, because they did the same thing with Jordan. Exactly. They gave him. They, they gave us a little, little bit of his biography and the whole it, thing. It, the, the whole thing with like his dad and him shooting and mm-hmm. everything like that, and like then it goes down to him becoming the superstar that he was. Exactly, and I think we got that in a good way with LeBron James here. We got him to go from the Cavaliers to the Heat, back to the Cavaliers. You know. But the thing is that I feel, because I, okay, because I feel like partially what was there from you okay there I was just watching to so see you don't kick the magazines down there I'm not, I'm not gonna kick the magazines okay go on you don't need magazines don't worry your people <laughs> go on because <laughs> I, I feel like what happened in Space Jam 1 it, it, it brought a lot everything a lot closer and a lot homier because what happened in the what happened there you know is closer to real life mm-hmm Whereas I'm unsure if what happened with LeBron James, that whole like coach thing, mm-hmm. if that actually did happen in real life, like him going like you have to have a strong work ethic, that's it. Yeah. Or if that's just something that they made up for the movie. Nah, I don't. I think it was. I think it's it's his mentality. I think it was his message for right, the people. Right, right. That's what it felt like. Um, I mean, is there anything else you want to add to this movie? Yeah, it's like a. Whatever. It's a meh. It's I a mean, meh. Honestly, I mean. If you're gonna go watch it, uh, you know what it is. It's a it's a good date movie. It's a good date movie. Yeah, uh, it depends on it depends on the person you take out. Maybe, maybe, but I mean, if like, if, you, if they if you feel that Looney Tunes vibe from it, it's like, oh yeah, I know you know. If they if they can name you, the Fab Five of Warner Brothers, then you should be fine. It's the Fab Five of Warner Brothers. Bugs, Daffy, Porky. There's another one. Sylvester. Would you really count Sylvester? I was going to say Tweety. I would count, because Tweety and Sylvester are both like... What about Elmer Fudge? Probably Elmer Fudge, too. But for me, it's Taz. Tasmanian Devil. The Tasmanian Devil. I freaking love that guy. I, I, once again... Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian is pretty huge. He, he... Duck Dodgers in the 21st and a half century. Yeah, I, I... I, I'm waiting. You know what I would have mind. I wouldn't have minded if it would have been Space Jam, and it was a different sport. I actually wouldn't have minded that because hmm, then baseball. it would. If it would have been baseball, if it would have been you know anything else, because then it would have explained why the Looney Tunes need to relearn a sport or why they need to like do other things. It wouldn't be bad. I just feel like I think the NBA probably had more at stake here, and they influenced that decision to make it. No, happen. and. and don't get me wrong. I'm sure that the the NBA and everything like also that... also the NFL doesn't need that kind of like promotion. But the NFL, I, I I wouldn't imagine the NFL. I think baseball is a great place for like the Looney Tunes. MLB, the MLB because 
you know, hitting the ball, you know, somebody doing whack, something wacky, like jumping up. Like, I can already see, uh, what was it? I, I can already see, um, what's it called? Um, oh my God. The, coy- the coyote. Uh, <laughs> Wiley Coyote. Wiley, Wiley Coyote. Uh, like strapping himself to a rocket. <laughs> to pick up the homer? To, to like, <laughs> to like catch up, to like catch a, to catch a ball. Or and he something misses like that. and hits the wall. And then, he, and then like, he, he goes through the wall, but he gets the out or something like or, that. Or, 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 is it Penn Park where they have uh, the green wall? The green yeah. monster? What if it's the green monster and then we have the monster, the red monster? Yeah. They meet. That'd be fun. I, I, I feel like, like, it, it, it leaves itself open to having, like, these, like, other sports. Because then I wouldn't have, but then I wouldn't have connected it to... The first one so much. Right, I, would have, I would have left it alone. Dear Warner Brothers, Nick Valero would like to insert his resume here and promote a different Space Jam for the third one. I, the Toons no longer play basketball. They will be playing baseball. Minor leagues. No, because you know, cause you know what you can, you know what you can basically do? You can make Angels in the Outfield. But with the Looney Tunes. I swear, if you, if you say, the, for some reason when you said the Angels, I thought of like Angels in the Outfield, I thought about the Anaheim Angels, and I would be so mad if they picked an Anaheim Angels player to be I'm, the I, big... Honestly, I, 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 no. I, that, that, that's besides the point, but what I'm... But this the, is for the, you, for me, no. No, 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 but what I'm saying is that his Angels in the Outfield is a really fun movie. Yes. <gasps> hockey! You can do hockey. Mighty All Bad's Disney. Disney already did that. Disney already did it with the with The Mighty with, Dogs. With the Mighty Dogs. But, but, what, but Space Jam, but ice hockey. Yeah. Like, Dude. that's why I feel like sport, like, changing up the sport would allow you to distance yourself from Space Jam, but uh-huh. also allow you to, like, have a good story. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that, like, you know, oh, they have to learn hockey now, or oh, they have to learn baseball and then, oh, they're still being the their, their loony selves. <laughs> the tunes learned rugby. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen them play basketball. I check out the tunes playing cricket. I'm not gonna lie. I I feel like the reason why basketball was cho- was chosen again is because basketball is huge in Japan in China. Oh yeah. I feel like that's the reason. That that was the influence? That that was the influence to choose basketball again. Hmm. But so is baseball, though. Baseball is also really big. Baseball's huge in Japan. It's huge in Japan. I'm I'm not entirely too sure about uh, China. I know basketball is huge Mm -hmm. in in China. That's huge. So, I mean, maybe that influenced it. Maybe that's the reason why you have another one. Could be. Um, I feel like we should probably wrap up this issue because I'm running out of daylight and the image quality on the camera is not going to look good after a while. Can you see it from here or no? I can see it. Yeah. I, I, I can definitely see it. My uh, already cho- chocolate skin is blending <laughs> It's like in. blending into the background. Is, is the only the thing background. you see here is the red microphone. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, again, I apologize to our listeners if the audio quality is terrible. I'm going to try my hardest to fix it. It was okay. I mean. it was, yeah, when we listened to it, it was okay, but... No. This is the first time we're doing it here this way. Nick, thank you for being the first uh, person here to join me here and, you know, filming it like this. I'm so glad I pulled. I, I'm so glad I tricked you into inviting me <laughs> to your home. <laughs> um, we wanted to talk about more stuff. I think we were going to, because there was a lot of stuff. We're recording on Friday, the 23rd, July. We, we also, we, I mean, we wanted to talk about, like, clerks and. Kevin Lashes Smith? And, He's Kevin, Kevin Smith in general, because, you know, Clerks 3 got picked up by Lionsgate. And yeah. Uh, what was it? Masters, Masters of the, the Universe. universe. Uh, go watch it. Apparently, it's amazing. I'm, I got like 15 minutes in the first episode, and I'm in. You're gonna watch the first one 
after we're done here. Uh, okay, so yeah. apparently I'm watching the first episode. Do this, because I've seen it all today. I binged it. <laughs> I literally was like at work, and every time I took a break, I'm like, don't, watching it. I, don't, Lunch, I, watching I, it again. I, I feel like this is going to be a slippery slope, because I feel like your fiance is going to come home at like 2 o'clock in the morning, because she's out having fun while we're recording. And I'm going to still be on this couch. Just watching watching Masters, Masters of the Universe, she's going to be like, so you never left. <laughs> uh, dude, it's so good. It's re- I, don't, I wouldn't blame you. I literally watched it. Let me see if I can find the text message stuff. Because I was texting her about it. Because I've been super excited. I said, oh, okay. So I texted her and said, Kevin Smith bamboozled me with the new He-Man show. Because it ain't a He-Man show. So she says, huh? What do you mean? And I said to her, the original show was called He-Man and the Masters of the Universes. Or the Masters of the Universe. This new one is called Masters of the Universe Revelations. It takes place after the series ended in the 80s. But that's not the bamboozled part. The hints in the name. So she's like, how? Emoji. Look at the title. And the announcement trailer also played a part in the bamboozling. So i've been pretty excited i've been texting about it all day and then i talked about it if i remember correctly because i remember kevin smith talking about it on his podcast i i think it's about the b characters not he-man the way it uh, without spoiling it the way they do it is interesting but because i won't say anything i won't say anything okay. okay i'll leave it at that what I, I, you know what? I, I hope that one day we are big enough that we can invite Kevin Smith on here and we can talk to him. Oh, I'd love that. Because the more I pay attention to his work, I feel like Kevin Smith does the work of an actual nerd. He sold me weed once. Did he really? Yeah. You've met him before? Yeah. I have a photo of it. Do you want to say that on the podcast that you sold you weed? It was at... <laughs> Your yes. face just dropped! Yes, that's fine. He sold me weed once. <laughs> Tell me if I should keep it in or not. No, yeah, that's people... fine. Okay, that's fine. I was going to no, say... No, because what, what happened was is that uh, when uh, Jane Silent Bob Reboot was coming out, yeah, they then... Which, uh, Kevin Smith also uh, partnered up with Caviar Gold, uh, which are... Uh, which are Caviar Gold, which is uh, a brand of uh, joint... Of, like, pre-rolled joints. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. Uh, so anyway, what they did is that he partnered up with them, and then he made three different uh, brands. Mm-hmm. He made uh, what was it? Berserker, Snoochie Boochies, and uh, something else. You might have to wrap up the story because video is about to die in about like two minutes. Okay, so sounds good. So anyway, what ended up happening is I went. Uh, him and also Kevin Muse were both there. I took photos of both of them. They were really cool. They signed a bunch of stuff. They also signed my joint box, and uh, yeah, that's that's dope. That's, and they signed a little sticker, so it's, uh, I have a sticker now with, uh, it's the, uh, which are, it's the old, like, Jay and Silent Bob, like, yeah. cartoons. And it's, and at the very top of it, it's Jay and Silent Bob sold me weed. <laughs> and. <laughs> That's so and, great. And they, and they both signed it. Watch, watch, <laughs> the, watch the show, and then we'll do shorts on our Instagram, because that's yeah, what done. we're doing. So, yeah, because yeah, I have my own thing on it, and I'm going to do shorts on my thoughts on it. But, yes, we're going to wrap up this issue before the video dies. Hopefully, I can get the outro done, and if the video dies, ah, my bad. Uh, but thank you guys for listening to this issue of Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 57. You guys can find us on our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com, where you can find all our content, anything that comes out, you know, any of the new videos and podcasts. Links will all be on there if you guys want to know us more uh everything will be on there find us on socials instagram and twitter keeping up with the nerds again 
Renee does an excellent job maintaining those. If you guys are listening to us on audio platforms such as Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen uh, to your podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Keeping Up With The Nerds. We post videos on a weekly basis as well, video, as well as the video portions of the podcast on there as well. Subscribe. We're at 62 subscribers. We want to keep growing. Thank you guys for constantly listening to us, to our old supporters. We appreciate and love you all. Nick, is there anything else you want to say? All right, with that said, we're going to wrap up this video, this podcast. Here we go. Are we ready? Yeah, do it. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue number 57. My name is Brian. And Nick. Recording at the Hall, or not the Hall of Nerdum, excuse me, at the Fortress of Geekitude in Whittier, California. We want to thank everyone for listening to this issue and hope to see you all 